What's up? It is May 7th. John Boy and Jake Radio. We got sports to talk about. We got weird news stories to talk about. We got bet of the day. We got Mitch Trubisky eating hot dogs, not the Chicago way. Jake, how you doing? Good morning, James. Um, doing okay. It's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday tax. Kind of pass ball tax. Tuesday tax. Um, all right. Uh, it, late, late nights. Later nights with the hockey playoffs and the NBA playoffs. Um Especially with our sharks and abs going at it, but uh, uh do, do, doing well. We got a gray day in Denver. I mean, I mentioned it was Tuesday, but uh, no, I'm 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 doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I can't keep up with my emails, which is pissing me off because I hate mm. the red bubbles. I'm OCD about the red bubbles on my phone. Sure. And right now, I have 83 unread emails, and like that's from two days, and I I don't know what they are. It's pissing me off. Mm. I turned off, like, YouTube started blowing up my phone because I would get YouTube comments. I was like, I don't want to read all these, um, but pissing Well, let's me off. get in there. Let's click through them. All right, so let's do that. So the Talking Yanks at Gmail has 45 emails. What could these possibly be? Oh, you know why? It's all of the voicemail line gets going to there. Ah, there you go. But that's not 45. And then Patreon... Yeah, they're mostly voicemails. Yep. Yeah. And we did the voicemail app, so I can just click through and get rid of all those. Perfect. 80 emails is too many emails. Like, I like to stay up to date with that stuff, but that was too many. Yeah. They're out of here, so we're done with that. Like, 80 is daunting. You're like, okay, I got to plan... A 10-minute sit-down session just for emails. Can't do them on the go. Stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the opposite end of the email spec tree. Well, you, the red bubbles, like, you're, you're not OCD about it like me, right? No, I'm, I'm the guy. There's two kinds of emails. There's you or me. Um, I'm, I'm the guy that I, you know, my Gmail address has 9,000 unread emails in it. Yeah. That go back five years. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like, it's really weird because I don't care about my desk in front of me is a mess always, but my my email I like to keep tidy. And if Too I start, kind. if I get like weekly newsletters from companies, like I'll actively unsubscribe. And then right. if they don't unsubscribe me, I'll like email them and say, take me off your list. And then yeah. usually they do. I like to keep it in check, but. And that's a reminder. Check out the Talking Yanks newsletter. Yes, check out the Talking Yanks newsletter. Don't unsubscribe and then email us and say, please unsubscribe. Well, unless you don't want it. That's fine. I want people... It's not. I'm telling them it's not. I won't allow it. I want people that want the newsletter to have it. I don't want to know. Got to pay the troll toll. Yeah. Is Oh, we got a quick question in the chat, Jake. One was do a live breakdown real quick, which I don't even get what that means. Next mm. was from Miguel, who says, is eating a banana a day bad? And if it is, I'm dead because I eat about three bananas a day. Two minutes. I don't think so. No, they say it constipates you, but I don't have that issue. 
good potassium, steady your hand before surgery. Um, yeah, I don't think so. My, I mean, my question would be, is it a, is it a snack? Are you using it as a meal? Is it a tweener? I don't know. I make smoothies and acai bowls, and usually that's a meal right. replacement. What's Miguel using them for? That's, I don't that's know. what I need to He's know. He's also asking about mangoes. I have, I, no. I'm not in the mango game. We don't have all day for that, Miguel. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> How was your day yesterday? My day yesterday was good. It was Monday, getting back in the flow. Dude, I got lost in the sauce yesterday, man. Not actually, not the fun sauce, not the not the Kentucky Derby sauce. But, like, I missed dinner. Like, the Yankee game just went quick. It's like a two-and-a-half-hour Yankee game, and it started a little earlier, so I was just... I was gone. I I didn't get to the gym. I was just kind of I was I was linked to the computer. I mean all of it all all day, um. Which which was all right. Did did some good stuff, and then uh, and then yeah, I had a nice little Jakey comedy of errors because I I went to uh, set up in the common area. Um. But the the room I normally used was reserved for someone else. So there's a couple other spots you could kind of check into. And they were all occupied. The the one that was free is we have the classic, like, hotel lobby printer room, essentially. Like, the the room is just two computers and a printer. You're only really going to use it if you have to print something. So I go we in there and made jokes about We made jokes about that one, John Murray Degrader, so, like, in the early 2000s when every hotel just had to turn a broom closet into a computer room. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you had to. Um uh, it was it's like it was basically the print your flight ticket room. Uh, yeah. and then apps destroyed that. Um so I go in there and um Oh, so like I I set up no one's in there. I'm like, "All right, I've I've worked in here before. I I can do it. I I could go, you know, 45 an hour uninterrupted in here on a on a normal day cuz people don't really use these rooms anymore." Right as I sit down, a couple walks in with their dog. Um I'm I'm still setting up and uh, you were you were still uh you weren't at your computer yet. So I was like, "All right, but any anything someone has to do in this room has to be quick because they're coming to use a foreign computer and they're either like printing something or scanning something and like that's it, end of transaction. So I'm like, all right, like by, by the time we're ready to go, these people will probably be out of here. They start banging and clanking around pretty good and they have their dog with them, which I'm like, what are you guys doing? I'm eavesdropping a little bit and they needed like the PowerPoint computer program. They didn't have PowerPoint on their computer and... I guess the computers there didn't have PowerPoint because, again, they're just print stuff computers. Um, so they ch- they try all three computers, same process, like log in, go to their Gmail, try to open it, blah, blah, blah. Um, boyfriend started getting, like, frustrated. He's like, I can't even believe this. And then the girlfriend's like, oh, you know, I have I actually have an old laptop that has PowerPoint on it. I'll just do that. And they leave. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what was this? <laughs> um, and then I shrug, and I'm like, all right, it's, it's whatever. While they're leaving, two little kids are outside the door. And while they leave, they go, Kay, can we pet your dog, and can we go in that room? 
And I'm like, like totally no, thousand percent no. They say, of course. Little girl runs in. She just grabs a bunch of pieces of paper and runs out. I'm like, all right, I could support that. I feel like I've been the kid in that situation yeah. before. Paper, got, paper, so far. Yeah, paper's gold. You could do anything with it. So, I'm like, all right, that's fine. So now there's a second. There's a breathing room. The second they leave, this old woman comes with a baby carriage with a dog in it. So we're already dealing with a person that's doing that around society. She comes in. She uses the computer. I'm trying not to look over because I got a dog in a carriage. Now we're getting close to tip off. And she's printing out a flight ticket. So I'm like, you know what? The room's kind of serving its purpose. Yeah. The, the, the old lady that pushes her dog around in the carriage is printing her flight ticket. I get it. Fine. Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. I was like, it, I, this has to be the last hurdle. There's no way this room is getting any more use. As she leaves, or before she leaves, another person comes in and sits down at a computer. I'm just like, you're kidding me. You're absolutely kidding me. And I was like, wow, must be, must be my day. This kid's probably going to print something. When that kid comes in, the little girl returns, and she brings back most of the paper. Like, mom caught her with a bundle of paper and said, return that paper wherever you got it. So I was like, all right, wow, a lot going on, sure. I look over, once she returns the paper... The guy is just reading a PDF of canine tendencies. Maybe what? His, maybe his dog, uh, you know, is doing something weird. He wants to know: Is this a common tendency? Dude had like nice ice in his ears. He had some big earrings. Like the guy's got a cell phone. He's pro. He might have a computer. I don't want to make too many assumptions. Why did he come to this room to look at canine tendencies? Um, Maybe it's a, bur it's a burner computer who runs a dog ring. I mean, that's that's an optimistic spin. Um, so that's when I was like, all right, I cannot be here. I'd rather be in my apartment with my dog attacking me and girlfriend mad at me for yelling about the Yankees. And I was like, let me go check one other room because there was a guy in there watching hockey, but he didn't look he didn't look too locked into the hockey, but I wasn't going to do the like, hey, are you going to be watching this game while a guy's watching a game? Because I'm normally the guy watching the game. So I go over there, check in. He left, so I got that area locked down. So good comedy show for about five minutes of literal canines, people reading about canines, and the old printer room. Um, so all in all, with a nice Yankees win and getting back into it, 5'8", my, my height. Full-grown height. You will die at 5'8". Unless you start no, shrinking. No, no. You're going to die before Much you start shrinking? Shorter. Yeah, okay. 5'1". I'm dying at 5'3". Okay. That's cool. With a cane? Remember that dude who would walk around New Britain completely hunchbacked? Oh, yeah. Hunched over guy. This guy, like, this is his head right here? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, was he was fully parallel with the ground <laughs> that in guy his was upper body. Yeah, I was awesome. I love seeing that guy around. Um, I don't know if I'll be a cane person. Probably. I'd see that. Yeah, you do a cane person, you become Dick Van Dyke. Like, on your happy days, you just start dancing with it. I would do, like, jackass comedy skits. Like, people would be like, wow, look at this old guy with his cane. They'd turn their head, and I'd do, like, a little tap dance, and they'd look back, and it... Willy Wonka. Was, did you just tap dance? I mean, no. You just do the Gene Wilder 
nonstop. And then I'd kill him with a cane. Whoa. Whoa. What's your day? Murder. What was your day at? I said 5 8. Oh, yeah, 5 8. You did say that. <laughs> Rude patrol. Lost me. What was yours? Yesterday was all right. I, I had some hectic moments. Zimmer pooped inside. Then I took Zimmer on a drive to go get his food, and he pooped in the car. But he didn't really, mm. like, poop. He just kind of doesn't know when he's pooping. You know what I mean? Right. It just falls out, and the car smelled terrible. I had to clean that up. We did a lot of recording. Uh, Yankees won. That game went so fast. That game went so fast. My, so fast. My grandma came, brought her dog over here. If you don't know, it's the worst dog in the world. And right. it was just mayhem for like an hour. I couldn't couldn't figure out how to deal with like the game. Started a new Twitter account. And I had two dogs just like one needed to go outside. One is a nightmare. It was a mess. But that was the only bad. Everything else was pretty good, I think. Pretty good. Good. Had a nice sandwich. Katie gave me half of her sandwich. That was really nice. Love that. Katie, what else did I do yesterday? She doesn't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to give it six point one. Six point one. I had a bit of a couple's dilemma I'd like to run past you. Okay. Between you and you and Noodle? Me and Noodle. Uh, Noodle went grocery shopping. Yeah. And did a really good job with the meats. Okay. We got meats for the week. We got chicken. We got turkey. We got burgers. I mean, all stuff I can throw on the grill. Again, I was in a tight spot last night with the game starting a little earlier. I really wasn't able to get out there. So I was looking for, like, the alternatives. Like, do we have any pasta or anything that I can kind of just do in here? I could I could do the turkey. Um, but here's the problem, Jen. Just total swing and a miss on, like, potential sides. Um, like, no rice, no no any sides in the house. And I don't, how do you address that? How do I say you did good on the meats, but there's almost nothing else? You don't, you don't address that. You just, exactly. next time it happens, you, you put it on the list. You just bury it deep down and get angry and let it come out 15 years later. <laughs> no, I think you just like put it on a shared list. Oh, there's no list, Jim. Well, then you're, this is my life. Then you're ruining yourself. You got to make lists. Well, that's why you have the conversation. All right, so you proved it. So now I need to have the talk. Okay. I will follow up with that. And luckily it's Tuesday, so that will be a Tuesday conversation. What sides do you want? I mean, we just need some rice, um, anything that could be cooked indoors almost. I mean, a little, a little pasta could, could have helped last night. Um, I, Dude, rice. God, I've I, been eating so much rice because it's so easy to put, cook when I don't. Yeah. When it's just like me by myself, I just put some rice in the rice cooker with the bouillon cube and then I just mm. eat that. Sometimes I fry it up and put, chop some veggies and make fried rice for myself. But that's yep. like my easiest boring meal that I make. Katie got me tacos last night, though. That was really good. I mean, salt in the wound there. What song was that? My Adidas by Run DMC. I thought you chose. Oh, I nice. Thought, what video? No, game I didn't is that pick from? that. I think that's a FIFA song. Oh, okay. That's not the one I picked. That's what I got worried about for a second. Yeah. I, I don't know what that's from, but 
it's video game week, and I guess Jordan knows that from a video game. But I don't. I'm not going to know any of these. I didn't play video, a lot of video games. What was it Run DMC? What? My Adidas. My All Adidas. day I dream about soccer. All nice. day I dream about soccer. Adidas. What video games are from? Did you find out? Oh, that was FIFA. Okay, I, I, I thought I didn't know that was a, a question. Um, let's see. It's saying Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. Whoa, I don't remember um, so, it from there. So yeah, that that can be an option there. That that might have been a shout out for you. Um, All right, let's go yeah, to sports. I'm not, not sure. The Yankees beat the Mariners 7-3. Voight Gardner and Tyro Estrada all homered off King Felix Hernandez. CeCe in the pen kept them at bay. Yanks win 7-3. The Mets got shut out by Chris Paddock and the Padres losing 4-0. They now have lost 15 of their last 22, Jake. That's not good. The Giants signed Austin Grugsma. You know who Austin Grugsma is, Jake? He is an NCAA All-American shot putter who turned down Clemson football, did not play football at all in college. Giants picked him up. Ron Darling, former New York Mets pitcher and current broadcaster for SNY, said in a statement Monday that he has thyroid cancer. They say it should be treatable, but uh, hopes and wishes and prayers and all that to Ron Darling. And that's the end of the update. Bomb, 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 bomb. Wow, 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 wow. Anyone that isn't a Yankees fan that listens to John Boy and Jake Radio, just know Tyro Estrada basically skipped AAA and has just been delivering as a pro because of all the injuries. And Urshela at third base, non-roster invitee, dumped by the Indians, cash picked him up. Their defense is saving games right now. And offense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and offense. They're 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 both really impressive. Yeah, if you're into if you're into fun baseball names that you'll probably forget in a few years, um, Tyro Estrada, Gio Urshela, go go check out your Yanks. Um, the Chris Paddock dude shuts out the Mets, and him and uh him and the first baseman there were having some fun because Pete Alonso got rookie of the month and Paddock thought he got should have got rookie of the month, so they were talking a little bit. Um and then Paddock shut them down. Um because he's he's been killing it for San Diego. Is that were they jokingly talking to each other about the rookie of the month? Do people actually care about that? No, I think it was a joking serious thing. Um like I think I like I I don't think there was any malice, but I I think he Paddock was like, yo, I wanted to be rookie of the month, and then they were like, well, they were like, we'll find out about it. Actually, That's uh, interesting. I, I didn't know that like players hung their head on rookie of the month. Paddock Paddock's a little bit of a hothead too, so I guess his is a little more than Pete's, and Pete won, so he walks away saying for that, but uh. I get. I guess Chris Paddock had a quote that was like, "I'm coming for him." So that's all. That seems kind of lame to me. Like, how many contestants are there for Rookie of the Month? Two. Who care? 
Who cares? I exactly. Can't, I can't name a past rookie of the month. Did Anduar win some last year? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Glaber probably did. Could have. Yeah. Otani. I didn't know these were like awards that. I think it's something at the end of the rookie of the year you can say like I, I I don't know it's just something you have forever. Like I I was my first year in the major leagues I was the rookie of the month. Alonzo said he didn't like the comments they didn't sit well with him and it frustrated him that he wasn't able to make Paddock pay for those words in today's games. Crazy. Hey, I was shocked when I found out Pete Alonzo was American. Really? I don't think he looks American at all. Hmm. What do you think he looks like? I couldn't figure it out. It's like Spain, Spanish, like from Spain. Yeah. Like a light-skinned European country. He's like big, though. He's like, he's built like an American. <laughs> polar bear is a great nickname for him because he looks like a polar bear. He does look like a polar bear. So we we thought he but was... But like, even like the dyed hair and the goatee, he just... Like, North Pole. Just doesn't... I was shocked. Like, I, I typed in Alonzo interview because I like watching interviews of guys to get to know their... And he started speaking perfect English. And I was like, what the fuck? I would have I bet so much money he wasn't American. How about that? How about that? Yeah. But he's not happy. Beef over rookie of the month voting. I bet the voters are like, shit, we should take this more serious. They're beefing over it. Yeah, we didn't think either of you would care. <laughs> the month of April, rookie of the year. I can't think of a more meaningless award. Yeah, I mean, you just never know what's going to happen in like a baseball career. Um, Paddock gets arm surgery tomorrow, and he's never the same. And he's like, man, I was, I was a stud. Now he can't say I was rookie, I was rookie of the month. I was on a rookie of the year pace. He can't say that right now. I hope he wouldn't say that anyway. But yeah, that's that's bizarre. Um, well, you, how about bizarre. the Giants signing this guy that didn't play college football? Yeah, it's a little fun. Um, I mean, you have to assume he's going to be like practice squatted or not make it or whatever. No, but maybe there, we, there, there's been a couple di- guys that have done this. Uh, I know Margus Hunt. Um, he's a D lineman in the league. I think he was a shot putter. He was like a six, seven, just absolute monster. Um, so, I mean, it can be done. I mean, if you're, I mean, it's just kind of funny. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy was like, Hey, I want to be an athlete in college, but I don't want to do that boring football stuff. I'm going to be a shot putter. Okay. Would you? He he came seventh in the national shot put. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the overlying thing here. I mean, you could be an Olympian if you become just a little better at the shot put. Would you think that if if when he made his decision to turn down Clemson football and become a shot putter instead, if they told him the end result is you'll never play down a football and you'll come seventh in the nation? Do you think he'd still say, okay, yeah? Ooh, interesting. Or do you think Um, knowing the result, he would have went four years football at Clemson? (laughs) I think he, uh, (laughs) I think he, right now, he'd be stubborn and young and still say shot put because there's still a chance he has a football career. If he doesn't get a real shot at playing football in like the next two, three years, then he's going to be like, should have played football. Uh, That's 
as an outsider with no insight at all, I'm just going to say that the seventh place finish wasn't worth never playing football and having the life of a college football player in the SEC. Maybe, Jim, maybe he saved his body and he's going to have a better chance of playing NFL football. That's good. That would be cool. Spin zone. Bobby Skinner of uh, Talking Giants said this is his new favorite giant. I just made that up. Austin Grugsma. I mean, Grugsma is a great name. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gross looking, though. If your last name is Grugsma, you should try to be really gross looking. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, you, if you're telling me you're meeting Austin Grugsma, who's a shot putter, you're expecting I want to be pretty like gross slovenly, like, yeah, just nasty looking. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's he thick. Um, yeah, put him in a phone booth and let him block, babe. Yep, and tough news about Ron Darling, but says that they're optimistic, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, I mean, they're saying that if everything goes well, he could be back calling games in a month, so that would be cool. But, yeah, it's uh, the uh, get better. Get better. All right. Let's go to the National Sports Update. Speaking of handsome, strong El Grosso's, Pablo Sandoval becomes the first MLB player since 1905 to hit a homer, steal a base, and post a scoreless inning on the mound. Meanwhile, in baseball news, a swarm of bees. Bees? 18-minute delay at the start of the Giants-Cincinnati Reds game. My guy Dietrich was out there again back at it. Jimmy... In the association, Milwaukee slash Giannis Adekumpo whoop up on Boston again. 3-1 lead. Boston is in shambles. Jalen Rose said that Boston's Kyrie's teammates are waiting to pack his bags. Houston evens it up with Golden State in a fun late night game last night. The Bruins advance to face your Carolina Hurricanes and Jimmy, the JJR Bowl. The Sharks and Avs are going to Game 7 after an overtime win in the mile-high titty last night. A lot of stuff. Uh, let's do the baseball weird stuff first before we get into the And playoff. I buried the lead with Trubisky only in ketchup on his hot dogs. But he says he's going to try Chicago style and he's going to try a change. It's uh, growth. Growth. Growth as a person. What's your ideal hot dog? You get one hot dog. Last hot dog you'll ever have in your life. What What toppings are you putting on there? Chopped onions, like diced onions. Okay. Mustard. And some relish. Like a little dab of relish. Okay. But the the chopped Like does onion. chili count? Yeah, sure. I wouldn't put chili on it though. Yeah, I mean that's risky because if I can have chili again, maybe I just do that as separate entities. I'm pretty basic with my hot dogs. I'm just kind of a ketchup guy. I, if you let me put some cheese on there and I can have a cheese dog, I'm gonna do that, because I mean look at me. But um Pretty basic hot dog guy. I used to be just a ketchup guy, but I'm not anymore. 
There was this hot dog place in Walnut Creek, California. It's, it's called like Stadium Pub. They had good hot dogs. It was the first time I really lived somewhere where I, like you went somewhere and they're like, you got to get the hot dog. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Was it a gourmet hot dog? No. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're just a must ketchup guy, then yeah, you'd consider them gourmet dogs. But they're okay. well, no, that's like a trend going around the country for the past couple years now. Um, I don't know. They had all a bunch of toppings. Like there was okay. different flavors. The buns were really good. The buns were the good best part, and the toppings. Okay. But but uh, if you go to Costco and you get their hot dogs, they have like the diced onion machine. I know you don't like onions, but right, that's that's good stuff. You're right. That is physically ill. Speaking of hot dogs, baseball, Jim Sandoval, your dude. It's pretty cool. Panda. Pretty cool line. Stole a base. Yeah. He stole third because they were shifting for a lefty hitter. And no they would have had a chance at him. The catcher didn't squeeze it. Yeah. But that's still why he went because there was yeah. no one covering third. But He's out of shape. Hits the home run and then the scoreless outing. That's a cool line to say you did that. I mean, in a blowout, a good- Reds won. It's a good home run too. He can he can still connect with the ball, which is kind of fun. And it comes after an eighteen minute delay due to bees. Due to bees, big. <laughs> Circle this one in the San Francisco Giants and Cincinnati Reds history book: Sandoval and bees. Um, did you see the little video? I mean, I'll, I made let, of you, both I'll let you go with it, Jim, because you did a breakdown, and my my frenemy Dietrich is involved again. I posted it. I didn't do a breakdown. I, I was going to. I, I lined it all up for a breakdown, and then it was like, there's nothing's going on here. It's just everything. Every shot was just like, and there's some bees, and here's some bees. Yeah, you so. did an announcer breakdown almost. Yeah, so then I, I compared the two announcers because the Giants announcer, dude, just so grumpy. Um, yeah. Like, the Reds announcers ate it up too much because I I don't think what Dietrich did was, like, hilarious at all. I was kind of just like, all right, dude, you're doing too much. But the Giants announcer, one point he goes, someone go tackle that guy. Hardy, har, har, very funny. It's like, holy shit, man. It's a bad look. Yeah. Be so grumpy. Grumpy old baseball guy, man. It was a, uh, it was like a 930 in the morning game for him. Because it was a twelve yeah. thirty start, and he's on West Coast time, and then they're delaying it for bees. So I get why he's like, but you got to be able to just laugh at that situation. Like, this is ridiculous. right, and it's it's. I mean, uh, it's not the same predicament I'm in because, I, I mean, it kind of goes back to my Jake from State Farm thing. Like, if if people are genuinely just trying to have fun. And when they saw me traveling in khakis and found out my name was Jake, all they could muster up is, oh, Jake from State Farm? Used to irk me. But at the end of the day, they're just trying to crack a little joke and enjoy their life. Derek Dietrich, I've kind of got the same thing going on. Like, the guy's trying to have fun in a good time. He's kind of coming off as a little bit of a blowhard. And you mentioned, the I mean, going back, I mean, it's like six years now, the him and Tino Martinez thing. Um but yeah, it was a it was a lot. It was a lot. I know. I, I find myself doing that too. I just wouldn't say what the Giants guy said. I would just say Dietrich's having fun out there. Right, Dietrich is going for it. You throw a couple. You throw a couple underhand jabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, we got the hockey and the basketball. You can do the basketball real quick. I thought uh, Giannis when they asked about Marcus Smart and. 
what did he do when he came in the game? Did he have a, any, what was the question? Any impact. Any impact, and he just checked the stat sheet and couldn't find him. I thought that yeah. was pretty good. I, I thought that was nice, subtle. Like we just said, Dietrich was doing too much. Like I don't think Giannis was doing too much there. He was doing just enough to get his point across. Yeah. I, 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 I'm curious when Giannis comes out in a few years. Because um, Giannis is a fun-loving guy and, and all of it, and he's awesome, dude. His highlights don't look like anything you've ever seen on a basketball court. Um, he gets... He gets an extra step and not in like a travel way. I mean, sometimes he does, but so does everyone in the NBA. But his his leg strides are unbelievable. He's a he's a he has the body of an NBA center that moves like a point guard. Um, but yeah, that that was that was a good moment. Um, our uh, our Boston friends were like, "Oh my God, Marcus Smart is dead." <laughs> I was like, "Well, yeah." I saw <laughs> she tweet that. I didn't know if he was being sarcastic or not. No, he was being sincere. That's, th- I guess that's where I'm coming from. Like, there's people that are sincerely thinking like that, like TKO, game over, like Marcus Smart, don't show your face. And I'm like, I think Giannis saw him out there, didn't think he played a good game, and look at the stat sheet. Our, well, <laughs> and that's I what think, happened. I think it's a reoccurring theme. Our Boston friends think shit talk like has a bigger impact than I think it does. Okay. Yeah, I'm the the judge thing. I mean, that's you could we could go back and forth on that. And we have before for yeah. a while. Well, I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was like good shit talk, but like it doesn't. Oh yeah, have any it was. I mean, Marcus it was clean. He, it, it was clean. He just looked at the stat sheet, and there was essentially nothing there. Um, so yeah, they're they're going back to Milwaukee. It's looking. It's looking like it's going to be Milwaukee in five, which a lot of people were saying before the series, but so many people just fully went <laughs> went off of it because Boston won that game one. And yeah, now everyone's poo-pooing on Kyrie, um, which it's kind of nuts. And I, I think Charles Barkley actually said it pretty well, is that you know you want to be the best guy on the team, no matter when you're going to get the love, lose, you're going to get the hate, even if it's not necessarily your fault. Except LeBron. LeBron was pretty good at dodging that. If you were LeBron's teammates, you got thrown under the bus for losing. Um, but a couple guys on that team, I mean, Jason Tatum regressed. Um, Brad Stevens was supposed to be the best coach in the league. Nobody talks about that anymore. So, um, But it's, uh, it's falling apart in Boston for the Celtics, and I, I could never enjoy that. But, again, luckily for them, their Bruins advance to face Carolina, your Eastern Conference Finals, Jim. Tuka Rask with a shutout, your guy. Did Did you hear Marshawn's interview afterwards? I did not. He just gave one word answers. Uh, I don't. It's pretty weird. Here, here's the transcript of it. Describe how Tuka Rask played. Great. Care to elaborate? Nope. What's it like being here without? What would it be like being here without Tuka? No. Do you guys get energy off of Tuca? A lot. If Tuca asked if Tuca looked dented, obviously not. Why the short answers? Next. Does it feel good to advance? Good. Where'd he get? Where'd you get your outfit? China. Uh, difference being down in the series to the, to winning the last three. We won them. Uh, how much does Tuca the Rask playing help? A ton. Did you make a bet on how few words you would say in this interview? Maybe. Um, 
Anything interesting in the handshake line? No. Uh, it, it, it goes on and on. And it just gave one word answers to everything. Reporters hate this. Yeah. Uh, if it was a bet, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, it's weird. Like, I, I don't care, but I understand why people care. Like, if, if a reporter says he's a dick, well, he is a dick to the reporters. They might have been dicks to him first. I don't know the whole background. Right. But it I, doesn't seem like it it's lost. in good fun. I, I like the bet thing. Um, it lost me one of the answers because he could almost answer all those with one word answers and it be like an okay interview. But he was but being he had like a couple snippy. that were bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they won the series. I, I, I just think as a player, like, if you really don't want to do that stuff, like, I, I don't know if you had a bad day or if you're trying to celebrate or whatever you're trying to do that's not, you know, an inter- a press conference. Answer two questions and just be like, hey, guys, you know, I, I really appreciate it. I, I just really want to get back, celebrate this with the guys and, and start preparing. Like, and then maybe you say, is there like one final question? And then I bet if you say that, I bet nobody even asks you a question and you just say, hey, thank you. You know, we'll, we'll see it. We'll see you in the finals. Yeah. I think because like what what does the one word answer thing get you unless it is a bet which honestly if it comes out you're like it's a little fun yeah that's fun like yo Marchand thousand bucks if you don't say more than three words per in an answer yeah that'd be fun but I think he's trying to make a point so the one the final question was are you feeling crispy tonight he said oh yeah I said why and he said just because I I don't know what it's all about kind of funny kind of funny like why don't you like exactly, like if it, you can do is that he, he, and also a, a he, fun way. Like you feeling crispy tonight? You just say always. I don't know the background, but like if you compare right. it to Marshawn Lynch, she was like, I just don't want to get fined. Uh, Marshawn Lynch didn't want to be the pest and the villain. Like Brad Marshawn, he wants to be the pest and the villain. Right. So if the media writes him up as the pest and the villain, I thought that's what he wanted. But Marshawn Lynch got wrote up like a villain when he wasn't. He was a good guy that like the media just latched on to like trying to make him a bad guy. So we didn't want to talk to them anymore. I totally understood Marshawn's or Marshawn Lynch's point of view. Their names are similar, mm-hmm. huh? Marshand, Marshawn. Interesting. That's an interesting tidbit. I just ran into their names nice are similar. There. Sharks and Avs go into overtime. The avalanche kept taking the lead. The sharks kept tying it up. Avalanche score goal in uh, overtime to bring it to game seven. Did you watch this game, Jake? Uh, I watched the the final two minutes of regulation when it got tied up because the the basketball game wound wound down, and I was just watching uh, them do the post game, and then I was like, "Oh shoot, there's a hockey game," and uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let you tell the game story now, but I thought it was kind of cool that like Avalanche would go up one, Sharks would tie it. <laughs> Avalanche go up one, Sharks would tie it. Um, and I was intrigued. I was trying to write the storyline for overtime in my head. And the longer the overtime went, the more it benefited San Jose because there was going to be pressure on the Avs. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It wasn't that long. I, 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 I want your thoughts on it. It wasn't that long of an overtime. I thought 
San Jose just still played better in that game. Like, or it's just the style of play because the Avs are so fast that they don't really control the puck. They're just all in transition where the Sharks set up and control the zone. The Sharks are so good at controlling the puck in the zone and keeping it in. Like, you just prolonged offensive charges, but they couldn't put anything in net. And then a garbage goal to lose the game sucks. Like, off Jones's blocker and then into the net sucks. Like, if he just flips like his the wrist. Goal. Well, I mean, the Avs won, but it's a garbage. Guy threw, guy threw it in front. Guy took a swing at it, went in. That, was a, that felt like a playoff goal. Yeah, but it's a garbage goal. I mean, that's a lot of the goals in hockey are like garbage bounce around right. goals. I mean, it's just a bouncing puck that he slapped his stick at and Jones. I mean, I think that's on Jones more than a good shot. It hit him. I mean, it got in between the arm there, right? No, it hit his blocker and then went in. But it went between the arms? No? Um, I, no, I thought it, he kind of found a hole on it. No, it literally hits his blocker, but Jones didn't have like a firm enough block and then just bounced in. Got to firm up that block, Jonesy. I don't know. Game seven will be interesting, but it was the Sharks score first. You know, they as soon as they got scored on, they came back pretty quick to tie it. And then that sucked. But, like, I still think the Sharks were the better team. And I, I'm not trying to be biased, but I think it might be style of play. I think the av- Avs are really quick, and they play a transition game, and the Sharks are really, you know, let's set this up, cycle it, move it around D to D, and get yeah, I'm our picturing, shots. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing soccer style. You got one team that's trying to control it and one team that's built on the counterattack. Yeah, that's what it feels Cause like. Because, yeah, that, that one – that – uh. McKinnon, man, he feels like he's just when uh, you know this is one of the things I love about any sports, and we talked about it when we saw that guy, the high school guy that won the the track, the hundred meter, set the hundred meter record the other day. When you see someone that's just faster in any sport, it's just awesome. Like when you see a point guard in the NBA that's just quicker than everyone. When you see a running back, uh that's just quicker than everyone. And that's what like McKinnon's looked like this series. Like when they do the slingshot play with him, it's just like, okay, he's yeah, he's fast. fast. He's the fastest guy on the ice easily. Best, yeah. He's the best player on the ice, but he, that's what, who used to be so good at that with the Rangers for a while. Like he wasn't a great player, but he just burnt it. <laughs> oh, um, that wasn't that long ago. You're talking about it was like 2012. No, pretty recently. Yeah. I don't think he's on the team anymore though. Who was that? People will know. If Aaron from Israel is listening, he'll let me know. Yeah. Someone or someone in the chat or someone tweeted us. He like got um, called I, up for the playoffs when the Rangers went to the Cup, I believe. And yeah, was, he was just bombing it. Yeah. He was just really, really fast. Yeah. Pissing me off that any Rangers fan will know this <laughs> right away. All right, let's go to halftime. You got any halftime, Jake? You want to talk about Thrones again? Um, not really. I guess uh, <laughs> Kreider sucks when you Google. What's that? Kreider. Someone said in the chat. Kreider. I think it's someone else, man. Kreider was good. I think it's someone else. Hagelin. It's Hagelin. Hagelin. 
Hagelin. I he, he he used to just cruise. He had the highest top speed in the NHL. Cool. Um, and it's funny when you Google fast ranger hockey player, you're going to get Jesper Fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> good last name, dude. Uh, do I need to circle back on Thrones? No, I don't think so. Yo, did you watch um, this Ted Bundy movie on Netflix yet? I know you said Jess watched it. I didn't. Jess watched it. I liked it. We're we're reviewing it on Six Pack Cinema this next episode or Monday's episode. So if anyone wants my full thoughts on the Ted Bundy movie, that Netflix you thought he <clears throat> you thought he did a good job as Ted. Sure. Yeah, not a bad job. Okay. Uh, I think the way the movie, the way the writers and directors laid out the story was like a really interesting way to do it. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my my other question, I, when I asked my girlfriend about it, I was like, hey, is he doing good job as Ted? And she's like, yeah, pretty good. Um, my favorite character from the Ted Bundy story is the final Florida judge. And I was like, yo, is he good? And Jess was like, yes. You know who so plays him, right? No. Oh, you don't even know? No. It's going to make you love it. John Malkovich. Oh, well, then, yeah. Okay, <laughs> then that's a no-brainer. And he, I wouldn't have even asked. And he is one of the best characters in the movie as well. Okay, then, yeah, I'm just going to watch that scene. Yeah, we'll watch, like, the third act. It's uh, all the court courtroom scene. Dude, it, yeah. the judge, uh, it's really good. Because the judge is, like, yeah. kind of endeared to Ted Bundy because he is this smart lawyer. Right. But also, like, I'm the fucking judge here. Yeah. And and you're not going to, you know, dance around me. And coming through with those, like, southern pleasantries <laughs> while also doing that. He's he's the best character in the story in real life. So that's, I, well, now I'm I'm mad. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch the court scene. Whatever the plan, um, I'm with you. So PBS. And then I also, I did this to Jess. I did, I did what you just did to me to Jess because I came in for, like, the credits and the, his wife's brother or whoever it was was played by Haley Joel Osment. And I was like, hey, you know who that guy is? And she was like, no. I was like, it's the Icy Dead People kid. And she's like, no way. Wait, Jess like, doesn't yeah. know who Haley Joel Osment is? Well, no, she knows, but she didn't realize that was him in the movie. She hadn't seen him in anything in but he, yeah. 25 years. That's crazy. Because I, I think, like, if I was a director, I think. Like when they, I saw that Haley Joel Osment was in this movie. I was like, oh man, because I think he's uncastable unless he's playing himself in a movie, because it just takes you out of the movie. Like I can't see him as anything besides Haley Joel Osment because he looks exactly. Right, she the didn't same. know he was in the movie. Well, she saw his face coming into it. Me neither. As soon as I saw right, his but fa- she hadn't seen him in twenty years. I know. Me neither. That's the my point is I don't think he's changed since the Sixth Sense at all. Like I think his face. Is the same. You haven't seen him. He's he's bounced around a few things. He was in like the Entourage movie where he played himself and some other things. Entourage. He did he did a couple like Will Ferrell stuff for that. Uh, yeah, he's always in well, non serious roles because it, right. it takes me right. out of the movie because I'm like that's that six year old. He still has a six year old boy's face on a man's body and it weirds me out. Right. Yeah. But uh, he was fine. He didn't really do much. Yeah. The main girl, Phil Collins, Phil Collins' daughter. She's so pretty. She's been in some movies before and some TV shows. Very pretty. They kind of they kind of dressed her down a little cuz in real life her character isn't that pretty. 
Right. But I've seen her in shows where, like, they pretty her up. She's gorgeous. Cool. Also, PBS put out a documentary called The Circus, Jake, two episodes on the history of the okay. circus. I'm eating it up. Nice. The, the circus was biz- It still is bizarre, but we kind of just yeah. clown on it now, which is kind of a yeah. pun. How about that? And because the animals are all drugged up and stuff and rejects, so now we kind of don't like it as much. Right. But they're all explaining, like, the year's 1847. You live in Iowa. Your every single day is the same. Work. Right. Be virtuous. Do it for God. One week of the year, the fucking circus comes, and you have, like, giraffes and elephants and trapeze artists. I can't even imagine. Like, we... We have entertainment now with TVs and stuff, but back then, like, can you imagine that happening to you? It's the best week of the year. It's insane. Your whole life gets turned upside down. That's what, like, some of the people are saying, like, when you would see the circus, your eyes would just change and your view of the life would just change because you went from just being, like, you know, in a small town in Iowa and then you saw that just roll through. You'd make plans around it. Like I, I mentioned almost the first day of school effect on, what was that, Talking Yanks a little bit last episode, two eps ago now, voicemail app dropped. But um, like, I don't know. I feel like if you brewed a good ale or whatever you drank for booze back then and like the circus was a month and a half away, you'd be like, yo, let's save this for the circus. Yeah. Yo, uh, right? the tickets, the ticket takers didn't get paid to do their job. They were just granted the ability to skim what off the top whatever they could back in like the 1800s. It's a good time. So like if you're a, a real honest person, you could like you'd make no money because right. you're the only way you make money is for stealing from people. <laughs> that crack, that cracked me. I might throw that up on the last from the past Instagram because that cracked me. Hey, some of some of them probably made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. You were good salesmen. Yeah. Whew. Ruthless. Yeah. Oh, and I, Jim, one last sports update. Just this just posted on Espen. OBJ, o, Odell Beckham says they're going to turn the Browns into the new Patriots. Oh, I, I'm so excited for the Browns to fall apart. So, do you have that inkling? Like, I, but they're the Patriots now, Jim. If you were to put money down, fi- gun to your head, gun to your head, right? Do the Browns over the next? Three seasons. Do they become a powerhouse or do they become a laughing stock? Um, gun to your head. Gun over the next three years. Like, do I think they'll have like one eleven win season? Will that count? No, no, no. Like a no. Like make the playoffs. Three years is a lot in football time. So by the end of three years, I mean you'd 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 err. I mean, that bad things are going to happen. Within the next three seasons, will the Browns make it to a championship game or will they become a laughing stock? I believe in Baker, man. I really do. And outside of the Odell stuff, I, I believe in Baker. I think he's real. I believe in Cleveland being a laughing stock. Yeah, and I mean, that's the safer bet. I I... I could see them in the next three years going to an AFC championship game. The old guard of the quarterbacks are falling out. I could Everyone's see it too, but now. if you put a gun to my head and say it's one or the other, I'd, I'm choosing laughing stock. Oh, well, I got three years, Baker. Otherwise, kill me. 
<laughs> Somebody kill me, please. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A woman was arrested after allegedly trespassing at CIA headquarters four times, repeatedly asking to speak to Agent Penis. <laughs> that's that's uh, I just like actually pictured that. Excuse me, I'm here to see Agent Penis, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, that's that's like a college prank we would have done. You're arrested. Uh, Hoppy shamans warn of a possible end to the human race. Okay, Hoppy shamans. A Florida woman pulls an alligator from her pants after cops ask if she has anything else she's hiding. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> Argentinian chef Francis Ballman smells so strongly of burning wood he has trouble flying. A Canadian hunter made a house out of dead wolves, and a woman was arrested after allegedly shattering a door at a coffee shop because the business did not have any donuts. I read the news today, oh boy. What do you want, Jake? Well, I, I want to check in on the donut thing quick because here's, I'll say this. I do believe in a tasteful door slam. Like, if I go into a place that's known for selling donuts and they drop a, we don't have donuts, I'm probably going to give, like, a, did you sell out of donuts or do you not have donuts or what's going on? And if they give me a bad answer, I could see myself giving the door, like, a, a little more, a little more closed than I normally would. So, like, if you do that and then the door breaks, that really sucks because that's not as, that's not where you wanted to escalate the situation. I'm guessing that's not what happened. So, um, what happened here is here. the 30-year-old uh, <laughs> year came into the donut shop at 4 a.m. So, she was probably on the back end of her night drunk. Coming down. And uh, the employee said, like, they're not finished yet. Like, we're making, right. we're making them. It's 4 a.m. And she got so upset, she stormed out and she tried to kick open the door like a bam. And she just shattered all the glass. It's an impressive kick. And again, like she's, she's just trying to exit. So, uh, but still really bad, I guess. And when it becomes a really bad look is that she came, <laughs> she came back at 530 a.m. the next day. Um, and I don't think she just wanted donuts. Maybe she did, but. Yeah, they had to call the fuzz and be like, lady, you you and this donut shop aren't meshing. To demand donuts at 4 a.m., like, man. Like, yeah, and again, that's where respect to the donut biz comes in. Like, I, I know the donuts aren't going to be ready by then. Yeah. yeah. I know that. Uh, I don't even want to. not dumb. I don't want to click into the agent penis story, but. Yeah. It gave I mean, me that, a good juvenile wrote- laugh wrote itself there and i don't care about the shaman saying the human race is going to end go go f yourself shamans yeah. get out of here agree what i do care about is this chef that smells so strongly of burning wood they won't let him on airplanes <laughs> that's tough uh, he looks like he smells like wood looks like yeah, a smart guy does, huh he has always been cool, but when he was featured on an episode of Netflix Chef's Table, anyone who hadn't already been paying attention tuned in. 
The now famous episode revealed Maulman to be a super fashionable free spirit who lives on a private island in Patagonia for much of the year, smokes cigars, and cooks his signature meat dishes over open fires. A new profile from Esquire seeks to expand on that portrait of the chef, calling him elusive, complex, and honest. <laughs> Ugh. I hate when magazines or whatever newspapers try to like give you the three words. Right. <clears throat> That they think draws like all encompassing, like elusive, complex, and then to throw in honest, whatever, get over yourselves. But I don't know why that bothered me, but it did. I, um, I, this story for me has a nobody's in the wrong. Like, this guy lives a life of smoking cigars and cooking meats over wood flame grills. And he lives on a private island, and he does pretty well for himself. Hey, man, you have to understand at this point in your life that you are giving off one of the smokiest vibes that any single human is giving off. Yeah. And you have to respect that as an airplane, they're telling you, you smell like a fire. I just read it. He's being allowed on the planes, but people like... Constantly ask, like, can I not sit next to this guy? He smells bad. Right. And, and that's, I, I guess that's where the defense comes in because you can't, like, if a football player sat down to you on a plane and had terrible body odor, like, he can't just shrug, look at you and be like, I play football. Like, that, the chef doesn't have an out just because he's a chef. Yeah. Like, you, you, you smell bad. Remember we had the... Uh... That Jewish family in Detroit got kicked off a plane a couple months ago. Yeah. And uh, they were like, if we, he was running around the airport, like, do we smell? Do we smell? And everyone's like, oh, get away from me. And it's like, you, you, you clearly smell. People don't make that up. You, you smell so much. Yeah. Uh, and then this Canadian hunter made a house out of dead wolves, Jake. I'm not clicking that. All right, I'll click it for you. It's uh, CaptainPlanet.com. Whoa. Whoa. It's a house. Whoa. Made of dead wolves. It's not. I don't know if you'll be grossed out by this. It's wolf skin. And the outside of the barn, it's basically like outside wallpaper. It's just wolf skin, wolf skin hanging down the entire thing. Yeah, it's it's too. I'm clicking it because it's Tuesday. This one's for you, Tuesday. Let's see. I don't. I don't think it's gross. It's more like wow. Ugh. I mean, yeah. It, I. I. I hate it. It's um. Yeah. It. It. It almost feels like if it was some weird bad uh, app for your phone, and it was like. Uh, what would your what would your house look like if you painted it blue? But th- this app had a setting that was what would your app look like if you covered it in dead foxes? Yeah, you like wow, this is okay. This is my same house just covered in dead foxes. Yeah, this is uh, this is nuts. Oh, this article that we're reading it from is real mad at him. Oh yeah. It's utterly sad, and there are no words to describe this despicable man's callousness and lack of respect for nature. With no limit on killing wolves in Alberta, there will soon be more wolves 
There will soon be no more wolves in Alberta. But, like, don't the fish and game, like, there's no limit on killing deer in Connecticut because there's, if, because they need to control a population. Like, different areas have different laws. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. In Alberta, it's still legal to kill critically endangered wolves. I don't know what, what, what's going on with the legislation up there. I mean, this, it just, I, I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a pretty bizarre thought to kind of wrap this up, but in in the back of my head, I say like, like I don't know. If if these were humans, this would be the grossest thing I've ever seen. Well, yeah. So my friend David went started would hunt in California, and when I told him in California, or at least where he would hunt, like you get, you get like you can kill like three deer a season. Like you get, right. you, know, you get, you get like uh, an amount, and I was like, "Oh, that's way different than Connecticut." And I told him the Connecticut laws. He was like blown away. In Connecticut, you have to kill five female deer's does before you get permission to kill a buck. <laughs> like, right? And it's unlimited. You can, you know, because there's way more, and they have to control the population. Yeah this this doesn't look like a population control thing. If it is, there's so many wolves in Alberta because this guy's got. Well, it's I mean, 352 coyotes and 31 wolves. Yeah, he's got 400 dead animals hanging on the outside of his barn. I mean, this guy's yeah. a murderer. This is yeah, if and this I'm, is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This guy's a, one of the murderers. That's just the thing. Like, this is this guy's life achievement, and I guess that's what makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Better the day, it's the better the day. Jakey Jakey made a grand mistake and ruined his five in a row win streak. Starts the week off with a loss because the Warriors did not cover. The one and a half point spread versus the Houston Rockets. KD threw up a shot at the end too that almost had it. Wow, that, that would have been a that would have been a Vegas buster. You are um, now forty two and thirty nine. Yeah, it was a it was a good game. No, no shame and a shout out to a lot of the pundits that said Houston was going to get both of these games. I I didn't think so. One went to overtime and there was a couple bad plays in this. Anyways. Um, Jimmy, I I thought about doing something with Liverpool because they're playing Barca today and we've got a lot of pool friends, but that's too scary of a world, especially when there's free money on the table, Jim, and the free money tonight is your Toronto Raptors. Whoa. Raptors are hosting the 76ers. The series is tied at two going back to Toronto. Um... Kawhi Leonard is a nut job. He's he's having one of the best postseasons ever. Um, like him, what he's doing in this series, it's being called the second best series ever compared to one of Michael Jordan's series. Um, they're in Toronto. This is going to go seven. Um, and this is the game the Sixers, they they kind of take their foot off the gas. They're like, all right, we, we've got one more game at home after this. Let's let Toronto burn themselves out. We'll go home, win our game, 
And then game seven is when you put everything on the line. So it's Raptors. They're favored by six. I think they're going to do that easily. I think they get a nice handy win tonight. Raptures. Raptors favored by six at home in game five. At home, game five. Do I just, do I want to agree with you? You were doing so well, so I agreed with you blindly yesterday. And you led I'll, me I'll tell you what, the other if if you review the tape, I did say I wanted to take the Bucks. I wanted to take the Bucks pretty bad yesterday, but I I didn't want to be blinded by my boss in this, which essentially it was you talking me out of the bat. So now I'm my sins are clear. I didn't say anything. Sins are clear. The Raptors won the last game by five points and the spread six and a half. Going clear. For the, sake of, for the sake of uh, interesting stuff. Jakey, Jakey, about to make a big mistakey. I think that uh, Raptors win, but they don't cover. Okay. So, in your face. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. Fifth. Fifth is what that's called. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another episode. Here is everyone's favorite song, My Adidas. They get paid to write this? They had to. How big Run DMC was? Yeah. the anniversary of the Bartolo Homer. Nice. See you guys.